welcome to this week's episode of the NACF podcast, our first podcast of March 2001. And on this episode, co-pastor Sharonda Manor Foster talks about knowing who you're walking with, the power, presence, and authority of God. I mean, we're just not walking with anybody. We're walking with the almighty, the all-knowing, the architect of our faith. Coming up. If we watched you and we didn't and you didn't know that we were looking, what would your spiritual walk reveal about you? Is your spiritual walk a sign of something underlying? giving so I challenge you to work at your giving as if you're trying to outdo God see what he's gonna do for you see if you can outdo him we are also in the middle of our rally going on right now our rally 2021 is happening right now and you can join in it's not too late I promise you it's not too late for you to get in on what we are doing here with our rally every year New Antioch you show up for the rally and it takes us over in those dry months over in the summertime and so you guys have been diligent and not going to get out of the park and we believe that you are going to do the same this year so we have up on the screen for you how you can give your giving this year in 2021 reach out to Sharonda and make sure that you you get your number when you give online or when you give here at the house make sure that you designate it for the rally when you give you can give in three easy and simple ways you can text it in to 77977 to the word uh new antioch all one word it will prompt you on your cell phone on what you're supposed to do in order to donate you can go to our website newantioch-aliante.org hit the donate button it's there on the top tab it will walk you through everything you're supposed to do to give that way if you want to give in cash here at the house we are still accepting it here 2550 nature park drive suite 100 that is in north las vegas nevada 89084 at this time i would like to pray over the giving father god in the name of jesus we thank you god for how you have been a provider not only to this house but to everything that is attached to this house god you have told us time and time again that everything attached to us wins god so we want to take a moment in this time of giving as we get ready to give on to you to thank you for how everything else that is attached to us is going to win just because we are giving and being obedient unto your house god i ask that you bless those that are giving remind them of how you have looked after them as they have given god and and let them walk on faith, Lord, as they give on to you and unto this house, God. These things we lift up before you in your son, Jesus' is mighty. I release a hallelujah anyhow. I release a hallelujah anyway. I'm not waiting until it's done. I'm not waiting to hear what the doctor going to say. I'm not waiting to see if, if he going to call me back. I'm not waiting to you see when my kid turns around. I'm going to release it anyhow. You and I'm going to release the highest praise to our God anyway. My God, in the name of Jesus, God, we say thank you. Have your way, God. And do what you will, God. Do it here in the sanctuary. Do it in those that have joined through video broadcasts. My God, do it in those who joined today. God, and we release a blessing on those who will watch this later, who watch it next week, even next month and next year. God, hey, lay a blessing over the word. My 
you are indeed a miracle worker and that you're still working miracles among your people. Let this word have impact. Let it change lives, God. My God, in the name of Jesus. And so we said thank you, God. Holy Spirit, do what you will. Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, speak in this place. Holy Spirit, move in this place. Holy Spirit, move in homes. Holy Spirit, move in workplaces. Holy Spirit, change minds on Holy Spirit. My God, reveal a truth. Holy Spirit, convict us unto righteousness. Holy Spirit, do what I must Holy Spirit, do what only you can do. Yes, God. This is your place. And we yield to you. And we yield to you. Thank you. God, and we say thank you. Thank you. And we acknowledge you, Lord of hosts. We serve a God who fights for us. Oh, and I believe that the fight is gone going even right now. Can I tell you that you don't know the battle that's going on for you even right now? Thank you, Lord God. There's a battle in the heavenlies just because you made it to church. Do you know there was a fight to get you here on this afternoon? I know we think, oh, I decide. I think I'm going to go into church today. But as soon as you make up your mind, do you know that the enemy says, I don't want them there? And then there's a fight that breaks out in the heavens over you. I don't want us to take that lightly. And so we acknowledge you, Lord of hosts. Who is the Lord of hosts? He is over the armies of heaven. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he fights for us. Yeah. And he fights for us. <laughs> Thank you, praise team. We were in prayer on Tuesday and Minister Jackie said, and he fights. And he fights for us. So we are, we are grateful on this afternoon. We are going to move right into the word of God. I believe that God has a word for us on this afternoon. I am excited about it. I got emotional about it. I got emotional about this. Um, because I just understood something that we don't always think about or consider. But let's talk about it. So let's stand for the reading of the word on this afternoon. Let's stand together. Bring your hearts and your minds in. Prepare to receive the word of God. I want you to make up in your mind even right now. I'm leaving here with something. I am leaving here with something. I didn't come in here to leave empty handed. Oh, I'm leaving here with something. And so I might, I hope I remember to ask you at the end, oh, what you leaving with? What did you get? And we're going to tell you it's free. Ain't nobody going to chase you down to see what's in your pocket and what's in your hand. We want you to leave here with something. And prayerfully, it's in your heart that there is a change. And so let's go right into the word of God. Let's start with Ezekiel 37 and 27. Ezekiel 37, 27 in the New International Version, and it reads, My dwelling place shall be with them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And then we're going to read Ephesians 1 and 5, and it reads, He predestined us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ himself, according to the kind intention of his will. And then John 15 and 15a says, I no longer call you servants 
because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. John 15 and 13 says, greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. You may have your seat. You may have your seat and get ready, get ready for this. Oh, I'm excited about it. We are in the year of the walk. If you are new over here, if you did not know, let me tell you, we have taken this whole year to walk with God. We're just going to walk it out. And what does it mean to walk with God? And, and how do we please God? Simply by walking with him. He is going to answer our questions. We're going we gonna, to, as pastor said, we're going to run this rabbit down all year. What does it mean to walk with God? There's a lot that you can learn simply by watching someone walk. Yeah. I ran across an article by Dr. Martisa Hainer. She, along with several other doctors of physical therapy, wrote an article, an article that explains that you can often tell what is going on and what is happening with a person physically and emotionally just by the way they walk. And so some doctors just say, just, just walk and let me observe you. Or they get into a position because sometimes if we know people are watching, we'll correct our walk. And so they get into a place where you don't know that anyone is watching and they just want to see how you walk. Well, there were several walks that they explained in this article, and we're going to talk about just a few of them on this afternoon. I am so grateful for Minister Shanae, who is going to help me with this. And so one of the walks that the doctors talk about is wobbly walking. <laughs> wobbly walking. Some people have a tough time staying centered and appear to waddle from side to side sometimes veering in a sideways direction from the continual imbalance with every step. Wobbly walking is a telltale sign of someone with osteoporitis, uh, arthritis, or, or where the cartilage and the bones, uh, the cartilage is going missing and the bones are rubbing against one against another. That is uh, wobbly walking. And then they talked about crampy legs. Out of the blue, muscle-clenching cramps that leave you frozen until the pain resides. Underlying sign of clogging in the arteries. Underlying sign that the blood flow is not flowing correctly. My God, that is a crampy leg. And then they describe tripping often. Now, tripping over that occasional crack in a sidewalk is normal. But a regular habit of tripping can be caused by a larger problem, an underlying sign of disease or dysfunction in the peripheral nerves causes numbness and weakness that may cause uh, you not to feel the temperature changing in your feet. That's just tripping often. And then there's the breathless stroll. Out of breath, and you haven't done nothing. Out of breath, and you haven't even exerted any 
energy. Out of breath. The breathless stroll is an underlying sign of heart or lung trouble, shortness of breath, and lack of oxygen. Breathless stroll. And then there's the listless walk. Feeling down. Whether sad, stressed, or depressed, it's going to show up in your walk about how you feel. The listless walk is an underlying sign of someone with depression and overwhelming sadness. The listless walk. And then there's the peppy stepping. Someone is who is in a good place. You know, they just show up differently. They just walk differently. Almost gliding when they walk. When you come into someone uh, who has uh, a peppy stepping. Uh, wouldn't we all like to be peppy stepping? Uh, I like the peppy stepping. Uh, and so we're going to talk about these different walks. Thank you, Shanae. Though these articles was written. Amen. Amen. Though this article was written in watching people walk physically, you're able to see them. I believe that this is also true of our spiritual walk. If we watched you and we didn't and you didn't know that we were looking, what would your spiritual walk reveal about you? Is your spiritual walk a sign of something underlying? Is your spiritual walk a sign of something greater that is going on with you? Is your spiritual walk look like the wobbly walk? When you walk uh, spiritually, is it hard for you to keep your balance? Is there no buffer in you? You know, the wobbly walk is um, an underlying disease of arthritis. And that is when the cartilage has worn out between the bones. And so now you're just bone on bone. And so are you wobbling because you have no buffer? Are you wobbling because there's no spirit, that there's no God in between the things that you are doing? And so you can't hold up. You get your balance for a moment and then you drift sideways because you're wobbly walking. If we looked at your spiritual life, does it look like you're walking a straight line? Or does it look like you veer to the sideways every now and then? Uh-huh. That you just are not able to, to keep your balance? Or, or does your spiritual life look like you have crampy legs? That out of nowhere, something hits you and you freeze. Uh-huh. Come on. No more motion. You don't do anything else until you feel that the pain has resided uh, for you. And so you stay frozen, not moving in life and not moving in God because something has came along and cramped you up, cramped your style, cramped your move. My God, we know these people. Any little thing. And now it was a muscle cramp. You cramped my style. You move my attitude and now I'm frozen and now I don't want to do nothing. We know those people in our homes. We know those people in our churches. We know the people on our jobs. One wrong thing. And it's like, well, why are you not doing that anymore? You refuse to do that? Why did you leave frozen, cramped up? 
in a mood, crappy legs. And then there is tripping often. Does your spiritual walk look like you tripping often? And we're talking about spiritually. And Shanae showed us what it looks like in the physical for you to be tripping. But I want to know what is it that you're tripping over in your spiritual walk that causes you to keep on tripping. Now they said a trip every now and then is normal. But an occasional trip, all right, I, I hit something. But for those of you who trip all the time, those of you who have nothing good to say, those of you are always going off on your own way, those, they always did something to me, or they made me mad again, and I'm tripping again. I'm ready to act a fool. I'm taking my ball and going home. I don't want to play with them no more. And so you move. You don't want to be told what to do, so you tripping. Yeah. They didn't do what you wanted them to do, so you tripping. Is that your spiritual life? Tripping often. Another thing with tripping often is it causes uh, numbness or weakness. And it says that the feet can't feel the temperature change. And so that's why the feet don't know how to step because they can't feel anything. And so I'm wondering if that's true of your spiritual walk. Have you come into a place because of your tripping that you are just dumb? That you just can't feel anything? That you don't even know when the temperature has changed? The temperature in your relationships, in your marriage. I don't know what's wrong with him. I don't know what's wrong with her. And that's because you become insensitive to the temperature change in your spiritual walk. I don't know what's, what's happening in the ministry. Things are changing. Guess what? The temperature has changed. Yeah, yeah. God, we don't know that the temperature has changed in ministry. After 2020, there has been a temperature change in the kingdom of God. There is a new thing that we have to do. But if you're walking around numb and weak, if you're waiting for things to go back to normal, let me just say you're going to stay tripping. Because there's been a temperature change and we have to get to it. And then there's the breathless straw. You out of breath all the time in your spiritual walk. If they ask you to uh, to, uh, come to a meeting, (laughs) you already out of breath. Your kids ask you for one more thing. (sighs) 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 And you ain't even done nothing yet. Your spouse or your husband is asking you just to do a little. (sighs) 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 You ain't did nothing. (laughs) Breathless. Straw. I know that's some of y'all. I know. I know that's your street because sometimes we get in a place where nobody better not ask me one more thing and you huffing and you puffing and you already out of breath. You already out of breath. I already know that's you. If you can't even say nothing, just say ouch because I've been in that breathless stroll. Don't ask me for one more thing and I'm already huffing and puffing. And then there's the listless walk spiritually. Yeah, yeah. Have we come into a place, this is spiritually, that we are depressed, stressed, and sad? Spiritually, that we just can't seem to muster up anything. 
in the spirit. That we really are literally just struggling to do anything with God. Anything concerning God. It's a stress point when you say it. Oh, I'm just struggling spiritually. Oh, even to be a mom. Oh, even to just be a young adult. Oh, this is, uh, uh, I'm struggling. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be a grown up. I'm struggling to be adult. I'm struggling in this. And nobody understands it. So spiritually, we're wondering where you are and why you haven't shown up. It's because you're in a listless walk. And can I tell you that it shows up? They said that in, in your physical walk, we could see it. But I'm telling you that even in the spirit, those who can see you there, we see your listless walk. We see you with no energy. We see you pulled out. We see you separated. And all of it is not just because I don't want to. Some of it is because spiritually you're depressed. Spiritually you're sad and stressed. You just don't know what to do next. And so some of us have found ourselves in a listless uh, walk. And then there's the peppy stepping. I like the peppy stepping. Because peppy stepping means that you're in a good place. But we're going to talk about the peppy stepping. Because some of us vacillate, but we peppy stepping. And then we listless walking. We peppy stepping. And then we tripping. We peppy stepping. And then we're wobbling. And so the peppy step. It's not our always walk. The peppy step, it takes us on a roller coaster. And so for some of us, we don't know which walk we're going to get if we keep watching you. Like, oh, that's not the peppy step today. They're not peppy stepping today. And we're not trying to say that you have to be the same all the time. But if your moods is on a roller coaster, there's something that's going on with your walk. And so we are going to talk about this walk. We're walking with God all year. And I believe if we really understood who we were walking with, then our walk would change. And so we gave you the examples of a walk. But, but what about when you're walking with someone? Doesn't your walk change? I remember going to school, uh, and it's really high school, with my big sister. And even all the way back down to elementary school. So I was never a person to fight or fist fight, but my sister was. And so when I was walking with my sister, I felt protected. I felt safe. I even felt bad. I felt bad walking with my sister because I knew if something broke out, my sister had me covered. I didn't have to work or worry about it. And so you walk differently depending on who you who you walking with. And then I had my old best friend, and she my old best friend, y'all. We had to let it go. Because she was daring and would do anything. And so when I was walking with her, I was on guard because I did not know what was going to happen next uh, with her. And so I'm walking, but I had to walk on guard because ain't no telling what she would get us into. And then there's me walking with my sweet baby. I walk with my sweet baby. If y'all don't know who my sweet baby is, that's my husband. That's David. And when I walk with my sweet baby, I'm probably peppy stepping. <laughs> it's a loving walk. It's a secure walk. It's a present walk. When I'm walking with my sweet baby, I'm, I'm my best is my mind is not everywhere. It's not on the laundry. It's not on work. It's not on nothing else. I'm present right there. 
with my sweet baby. And then, <laughs> Pastor Agler, he's my sweet baby. And then I get the opportunity to walk with Dr. Parson. And when I'm walking with Dr. Parson, I'm attentive. I'm listening. I'm gleaning. And so depending on who we walk him with, your walk is different. And so I tell you on this afternoon, know who you're walking with. You have to know who you're walking with. We're talking about God, but who are we walking with? We want, I want to lay it out for you a little bit more. I want to take a closer look of who you're walking with. And so my first one is know who you're walking with. Walk with God. Walk with the triple OG. The triple OG. Oh, y'all didn't know he was a triple OG? He's triple O. He is omniscient. He is omnipotent. And he is omnipresent. And in this morning in Bible study, they said that he was omnilingual. I guess he a quadruple OG because he speaks every language. He is all praises at all times. Oh, you're walking with the, the quadruple OG. He knows all. He sees all. He is not before time. He is time. He is not loving. He is love. I need your Yahweh excited about it. I got three people who understand who they're walking with. We are walking with God, the creator of all things. My God, all that we know, all that we can fathom, all that we can't even imagine. My God, we're walking with the creator. We are walking with the architect, my God, the divisor, the maker of all things. He is the examiner, the restorer. My God, he remodels all things old and all things new. Y'all still don't know who we're walking with. We are walking with God, my God. We are walking with God. Turn up my mic, uh, Araya. We are walking with the designer. The one who plans the work, who executes the work, who carries it out. He is accomplished. He is the designer. We are walking with God, the weaver. My God, my God, God who combines. We are walking with God, the weaver. I don't know if you've ever seen a weaver at work. But the weaver takes things, my God, that don't look so good. The weaver takes hard things, thorny things, rough things, unbearable things, and weaves them. Weaves them in with the beautiful. Weaves them in with the lovely. Weaves them in with the purposeful. Weaves them into your life. I don't know if you understand that you're walking with God, the weaver. He is a weaver. God. We're talking about God, the weaver. Some of us get lost right there. Because you feel like I've done too much and you say, but but pastor, you don't know what I did and, and you don't know the ugly things that I got into and, and you don't know what I said. But can I tell my God in the name of Jesus, I'm talking to somebody who has a loved one in prison who did the unthinkable, someone who has a relative that did my God, the abominable, my God in the 
name of Jesus. But can I tell you that when you're walking with God and when you choose God, he'll take the horrible, the terrible, the horrifying things of this world. And he is a masterful weaver, my God. He is a man, you're walking with God. And then he is God, the orchestrator. He is able to arrange, manipulate, build. I don't know, you, you're looking at all of these pieces. And you're like, what am I going to do with this? What am I going to do with this daughter? What am I going to do with this child that believes that came? What am I going to do with this one that's addictive to drugs? God, what am I going to do with this marriage? God, what am I going to do with myself? I'm in a place where I just can't seem to get right. There's some things, God, that I need to control that I have no control over it. Can I tell you that you're walking with God? My God. Can I tell you that you're walking with God and he is a manipulator? Do you know that he can bend a wayward child? Do you know that he can fix him? Do you know that he can fix you? He can rearrange you. He can set things in order. We are talking about God. My God. And then there is God the lover. He doesn't just love you. And he can't not love you. And do you know why? Because he just is love. He is love. He doesn't decide. It's not an attribute of his. He just is love. And so maybe if you understood that when you got to tripping and when you got to wobbly walking, then wait a minute. I am walking with God. I am. I'm walking with, with God. Keith, I was in my study and I got to this. And this is my picture of, of on my ordination day that's behind the slides. But I got to this and I couldn't even hold my head up. I was so bowed over. Like God, we don't know that we're walking with you. We don't understand that the creator of all things is walking with us. We think that there's too much that we can mess up. We think that because we can't seem to get right. My God. But we're walking with God. And so if you understood that, then you just might walk differently. If you understood that he's going to fix it because I chose him and I, and I chose to walk with him and therefore I get all of his attributes. None of it is withheld from me. And so I'm walking with God. You have to know who you're walking with. And then know who you're walking with. You're walking with God the Father. And so you're walking with God. But you're walking with God the Father. He is a comforter. He is a counselor. He is a corrector. He is an encourager. He is an example. He is the protector. He is the provider. He is present. He is here. He is love. He is God your Father. You choose 
to walk with him. Ephesians says he predestined us to adoptions as sons through Jesus Christ himself according to his kind intention and his will. Because he's so kind, he chose us and chose to be our father. Now this, this walking with your father, it gives some of us pause and caution because we try to liken him to our fathers, to our dads that we had here dads, stepdads, whoever was in, in a father figure. And so if we had a, a great father figure, then we kind of put God the Father right in that slot. But if we didn't have such a good relationship with our dad, or if we didn't have a dad, or if our dad was really horrible, some of us just had horrible dads, then we relate that to God and we put that on him. And so we shy away from considering that we're walking with our father. And so instead of walking with your father, you choose to walk alone. Instead of walking with your father, you choose to walk with people that could never match. Could never reach. Could never be this father. And so he has decided, he has chosen us to be his and so we get to walk in the wise counsel of our father. We need to know that our fathers, they were all human. They were all flawed, even the great ones. And they all fell short in one way or another. Our God is far and above. He's not them. I heard a preacher say the essence of fatherhood is found in God and not in human beings. And so if you're looking out, how should I walk with this father? How, 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 how can I be with him? Can I tell you that there's a love that you have never known that comes from our father God? Can I tell you that when you're looking for counsel, you, you might go to your dad or your father figure for wisdom. This is the wisest that you will get. And so you can decide to, to walk with him. And even when it's time to be corrected, and even when it's time to be disciplined, you can trust this father. Yeah. He's not going to go overboard. He's not going to do too much and he's not going to do too little. He's going to be exactly what you need. Do you know our fathers are practicing at fatherhood? A lot of them, they became fathers. It ain't like they've been fathers over father for years and years. No, they were, they were practicing on us. I think this might be the right way. I think this might be the might, right punishment. I think this might be the right counsel. They didn't know. They were just trying some things that might work. But not this father. Everything that he does is right. Even when you don't agree. Everything that he does is right. And he's a father that can work it all out for your good. He's a father that will be with you. And so I'm choosing. I'm choosing. To walk with this father. Because he, he knows all. And what I love about him 
is that he's not going anywhere. I had a present dad. He was with us. But at 42, he had a massive heart attack. There's 11 of us siblings. My mom was left and many of us were grown. I was already 24 when my father passed away, but my youngest sibling had just started middle school. And so my mom had to take care of these, uh, of the rest of us, even though some of us was already grown and gone. But can I tell you that he's already died for us? <laughs> this father yeah. is not going to die and leave you. This father is not going to abandon you. This father is not going to find another family and be gone. This father is not going to disappear. This father is going to remain present with you if we choose to. He's ever present, all knowing. He's the comforter. He's your counselor. He'll walk with you, especially for those, you know, it's like me. My dad is gone. And for some of those like you, whether he's deceased or just gone, your dad is gone. But can I tell you that we have a father who is willing to take us, willing to accept us, wants us to walk alongside with him. We're walking with God the Father. Know who you're walking with. And then know who you're walking with. You're walking with your friend. You're walking with God. You're walking with God the Father. And you're walking with God your friend. He's a loyal friend. He's a confidant, comforting friend, ride or die friend. Ain't going nowhere, friend. Got you till the end, friend. Sit there and cry with your friend. Eat the ice cream and cake with your friend. That, that's this friend. He understands all of that. Walk with your friend. He's a helper. He's going to help you through it all and he's not going to leave you friend. He's your friend. I don't know about you, but my sisters were always my friends. I had to learn how to be a friend. I know that me and Lambie's always right there when we go here um, because they are family of sisters too. And so I had to learn how to be a friend. And I have had the opportunity to have some wonderful friends. But can I tell you that there's no one more wonderful than this friend who has invited you to walk with him, to talk with him. He's going to keep your secrets. Tell him everything. You know, you, I got different ones. I can tell this when this, it ain't going nowhere. I got one sister, she is Fort Knox. You're not getting in. If you tell her something, nobody ever will ever know that. But can I tell you that if you can confide in this friend, why? Because he already knows your secret. He already knows your secret. And so you can talk to him. He's present. He's available. He's your advisor. And I love this. This is what the praise team sang. This is what Pastor, oh, Pastor Jackie. This is what Jackie said at prayer, that he is a fighter. Yeah, yeah. We need a fighting friend. Yeah, yeah. And I know 
some people don't, don't like friends, you know, they fight. They don't want nobody fighting and, and all of that. You need a friend that can fight. I was glad that my sister could fight. But on this spiritual walk, you need a friend that will fight for you. And can I tell you that this friend that you're walking with, he'll fight for you. He's not going to let you get jumped. He's jumping in the fight. Not only will he jump in the fight, he'll take over the fight. Not only will he take over the fight, he'll fight to the finish. I don't know. My, my brothers talk about a, a fight that they had, and they was helping somebody else fight. And they started fighting, and they were scuffling, and they looked around, and he was gone. And they were still in the fight. They fighting for him, and he done left them in the fight. We have a friend that is inviting us to walk alongside of him that will not leave us in the fight. This friend, he thought you were to die for. I don't know. I don't know how many friends that you have that you would lay your life down for. I don't know. But when you understand that I'm walking with a friend who thought I was to die for, what is it that I wouldn't do for that friend? What is it that I wouldn't do to be with him, know him, to know him all the more and to walk with him? What is it that I wouldn't do he thought I was to die for? And this friend will stick closer than a brother. That's big saying that to me. Because I just believe that, that my brothers ain't going nowhere. Closer than my brothers? Oh, that's close. But this friend is closer than my brother's closer than what you could imagine that any relative might be unto you. He says, I, I want to be your brother. I want to walk with you. Would you come and walk with me? He loves at all times. That is this friend. I heard my husband say that your network determines your net worth. Your network. Whomever is in your, your network determines your net worth. And so even, you know, they even say the top five people in your circle is, is your sum. That, that's what you summed up to be. If you don't have this friend in your network, then your network is whack. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you don't have this friend in your network, then your network is whack. You think you're doing something? No, we got this. We're building. We're climbing. We're making things happen. We know some famous people. We know what we're doing. Oh, we on the move. We political. We entrepreneurs. We're doing this. If this friend not in your network, then your network is whack. This is who you need in your network. He can pull anybody. You know, they say you network because, you know, it, it'll help with your contacts. It'll, it'll help with whatever. I got somebody, we call it a, a uncle in the furniture business. I got somebody who's a counselor, who's a doctor, an engineer, a carpenter. I can get whatever I need because they're already in my network. But with this friend in your network, he has everything that you could imagine and everything that you've never thought of. 
already available, already in the network. He ain't got to call 15 people to get that about. If he needs your name noised about it, spoken and it's done already. My God, if you need something done and he can do the supernatural, he can speak to angels. My God, in the name of Jesus, this friend can do what you could never imagine that he could have done. This friend can heal the sick and he's not a doctor. He don't have to wait on the medicine. He don't have to wait on approval. That's this friend. You got a friend that's tied up. This friend is a deliverer. You just call this friend. He can break open bars. My God, he can tear down walls. My God, and then you need this friend in your network. Because if he ain't in your network, then your network is whack. Facebook, YouTube, if he is not in your network, then your network is whack. We have to know who we're walking with. It'll change your walk. It'll make you do something different. You won't be tripping. My God, you have to know who you're walking with. And so you'll go from wobbly walking to well-door walk. Everything is operating. Everything is working well. You'll go from crappy legs to a confident strut. Oh, you just strut. I don't know if anybody ever engaged in a strut. You got to lean your leg, your, your back back and, and throw your legs out when you're strutting. You'll go from that to a, a confident strut. You'll flow right through life situations if you know who you're walking with. And, and then you'll go from tripping often uh, to trip less. Your feet ain't numb. You can feel where you're going. You know when the temperature has changed. When you go from that, you'll go from a breathless stroller to a breath-filled trek. Oh, I feel like I can climb mountains. I feel like I can endure this journey. I feel like I can take it for the long haul. You'll go from a listless walk to a lively walk, full of contentment, full of joy. My God, in the name of full of joy, full of contentment. And then you'll go from a peppy walk to a perfected walk. See, some people feel you can't get better than a peppy walk. But you can go from a peppy walk to a perfected walk. That every step is ordered by him. It's not a roller coaster of steps. It's not just peppy sometimes and you gliding. But you come into a place where this walk with him is perfected. I'm moving in him. And I'm doing this in him. And so we have to know who we're walking with. That's all this message came to say today. That we have endeavored on a year of the walk. We said that we were walking with God. But do you know who you said you would walk with? Did you understand the God that you said, I'm going to walk with him? Did you understand that I'm walking with my father? That I'm in relationship. He's just not the creator, not just the one who set everything, uh, the moon and the sun and the waters and the sky. But he said that he wants to be my father and that I can walk here from my father. I can take discipline and con uh, correction from my father. 
that I'm able to walk with him. Maybe you just might walk a little differently. Maybe you'll come back onto the walking trail because some of you have just left off. You're gone. You're gone. You're not even walking no more. And so maybe if you understood who you were walking with, if you understood that you were walking with a father that forgives. And now whenever you come home, just come home. Just come home. I don't know if you've ever been in a place, some of us parents know that, and the only thing that we said is just come home. We just need you to come home. Your father is saying that to some of you. Just come home. Come out of that. Come out of that rebellion. Come out of that. Come out of saying you messed up too bad. Come out of that. Your father is standing there waiting to welcome you home. All of those on video broadcast, come home. Come back to your father. He's loving. He wants to receive you. And he already knows what's been going on out there. He already knows what you got into out there. But now he's just saying, come home. Just just, just come on. Come back home. And then you have a friend. You know, friends understand what nobody else understands. You can talk to friends about anything. And they're going to talk back with you. We have that in this friend. This friend has wise counsel for you. You know how you go around, girl, what you think about this? And he just did that. Girl, what you think about this? And they just said that. Or you call your partner's man, she tripping again. What I need to do? This friend knows exactly what you should do. Why? Because he already knows the end from the beginning. And so know who you're walking with. We're walking with our God, our Father, our friend. And then when you know who you're walking with, you can walk this way. You walk aware. I know who I'm with. I'm not lost. I'm not confused. I'm not dismayed. I know who I'm walking with. Nothing behind him. Nothing too hard for him. He loves me. 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 Nothing is beyond him. And then you walk humble with him. <coughs> the God of this universe, of all creation, has invited you to walk with him. How dare you not be humble? How dare you make him have to chase you? you feel like uh, when I decide that I'm going to come in then I'm coming in this God and you playing games with him and you think you can decide when you're coming you think he's going to keep playing cat and mouse with you this God the architect the designer the planner the weaver the orchestrator Triple, quadruple OG is wanting you to walk with him and then you got the attitude and the audacity, the arrogance to decide when you're going to walk 
When you're going to come? When you get through? When I get tired? When I get done smoking and playing and just standing out here and being myself, I want to be free and I don't want the church to tell me what to do. This is not about the church. God is asking you to walk with him. How dare you? Not humble yourself. Get on your face and be glad. How dare you look up to God and think you can face him? You cannot. You cannot. And you will not win. You will not win. You will not win. And I have to say this to my young adults because it's almost like a tug of war. The church keeps saying they don't want to be here. And they're like, well, y'all ain't doing nothing for us in there. But, 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 and the church may be leaving you out and not including you and not saying enough about you. But let me tell you that if you don't find the church, you better find God. Yes. Find him and walk with him. Don't be arrogant because of people. Don't be foolish because of people. You better find him. Humble yourself. And get to walking. And then come into a place of reverence. It's a place of honor. No great, we sing the songs, we say it all. But I don't know if we, we really reverence him. In December, uh, Pastor Parson led us in a, a, a month of uh, praying on our knees and praying prostrate. And if you don't know what prostrate is, you lay flat out on the floor with your face to the floor. Come into a place of reverence with your life. If we could really watch your walk, your spiritual walk, your life, is it in a place of reverence with God? What is in there or what are you doing that does not revere God? That you're doing in front of him. That you're allowing, that you're saying, that your heart is. And it's not turned in a place of reverence. We all have room to repent. We all do. And then walk this way. Walk in fear and trembling. Because of Jesus. Because of his grace. Because of his mercy. We take him for granted. I'm not going to get in trouble this time. He's not going to take me out this time. I can, uh, I can smoke one more joint. Nothing's going to happen. I can watch one more movie, one more uh, uh, bit of pornography on my computer and, and nothing's going to happen. I can tip out on my wife. One more, I can make one more phone call. I can, I, can, I can just text back and forth with him and nothing's going to happen. That's because we're not serving with fear and trembling. It's in the Bible. And it's not for us to be afraid of God, but it is for us to know who you're walking with. And because we love him and because he loves us, we ought to come down into this place of fear and trembling. If I don't walk with him, if I don't do what he's asked me to do, if I don't serve with my whole heart, my God. I remember being at a funeral myself and Pastor Linda and it was a pretty large funeral before COVID and all that stuff and the people you know you get the two minutes for the friends and family 
and the people were coming up. I preached about this one time and y'all, they was dragging to the mic for the two minute talk. They came with no teeth. They came on walkers. They came with three people, assisting three people. So neither one of them could get up there by themselves. So all three of them had to go for them to make it to the mic to talk about this person who was deceased. And Pastor Linda looked at me and she said, when God is calling you one way or another, you're going to come. And so just looking at those individuals, because all of them talked about God on that day, what God had did, how God had saved them, what God was in their life. But can I tell you, you don't have to come and you don't have to wait until you raggedy. One way or another, you come in. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wait until life has beat the life out of you. You don't have to wait until sickness and and addiction and trouble has taken you over. You don't have to wait until your mind is riddled and then you don't have any mind left. And then then you choose him. But it ought to be in fear and trembling that you walk with him. I'm just choosing you, God. I'm just choosing you in this life. I'm I'm choosing to hear from you. I'm I'm choosing to live by what you want from me. I'm coming out of this arrogant, prideful place. And I'm choosing to walk with you. And you walk this way, walk thankful. Walk thankful for mercy. Walk thankful that he chose you again. Walk thankful that he gave you another day, another moment. Sometimes we think that because we're young, we got more time. Young people are dying every day. Be thankful that you got another day. And walk this way. Walk this way with him. It's a simple message. But I have to tell you how many times I was trying to write and I just ended up on the floor. God, forgive me. Forgive me. If I didn't reverence you. Forgive me if I haven't been humble. Forgive me if I expect you to keep chasing after me. To keep coming to get me. Forgive me. I'm coming. I'm coming. God, I'm here. I'm here. I don't want to keep walking sideways. I don't want to keep tripping. I don't want to keep walking like that. God, I just, I want a perfected walk in you. And I need you to hear a perfected walk is not that you walk perfectly. It's a perfected walk that you are moving with him. God, I just want to move with you. However you're moving, I want to be with you. And so we're going to pray on this afternoon. First, I want to pray for those who said, but I, I don't know him. Or I walked away. It's been, I've been gone for a long time. They're sideways, they're wobbly walking, and I done veered all the way off. And I'm not with him anymore. But I need him. I want this walk. I want to walk in reverence. I want to walk humbly. I want to walk in fear and trembling. I don't want to take his mercy and his grace for granted that I'll have another opportunity, that I'll get another chance because some of us have already had some close calls. 
and he keeps finding a way to bring you back. And then you go back into drifting. Not today. Draw the line right here on this afternoon. God, I draw the line right here on this afternoon and I declare that I want to walk with you. I want to be with you. And so if you're here in this place, or if you have joined us on video broadcast, we're just going to pray this together. And I want you to be bold enough to say, humble enough to say, I come against a shy hiding spirit. If it is you, if it is you, I want you to be bold enough on this afternoon to say, it's me, God. But I'm back. And he's just going to welcome you back. Because he is love. If you notice in God the Father, in God, and the friends, all of them love you. Even though there's all in one God, they're all one. But you can have everything you need in one God. You ain't got to keep searching for the, uh, the purple crystal and then the gold one and then the red one. For different things that they do, we get it all in one God. And so let's just pray this prayer together. And if you're saying it for the first time or you're renewing it, just, just put it right there. Be bold enough. I'm not going to hide God on this afternoon. And if you're in here, be bold enough to say, you know what? I'm saying it again. So everybody stand with me all over the place. All over the place. In humble reverence to our God. That we bow before you. We come down out of these high places and crazy places and wild places and hidden places. God, and we place ourselves right before you, right before you. God, here I am. And you have to tell him for yourself, God, here I am. Here I am, God. And so just repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, come into my life. I made some mistakes. I veered off. I said thank you that you are the God of forgiveness. Come into my life. Change me. I'll make you my Lord and Savior. That easy. That easy. He's been saying come home. Come home. Just come back home. And that was you coming back home. You found your way. You made your way. You come back home. My God. It makes my heart feel good to know that you come back home. And so now we're going to go into our time of prayer. Our pastor is going to come. But I do want to pray with you. Um. Pastor, we might need a, um, a white put a mic. Um, that if you need to, I want to invite you to the altar as our pastor comes. Because some of you, if we took a glance at your walk, you've probably been all of those walks that uh, Minister Shanae described. And we just go spread out, but we just want to pray with you that you're able to stay in this walk with him. And so if that is you and you want us to pray, we just going to touch and agree. I'm so glad that you're here. And for those who have joined us on video broadcast, then we're going to pray with you. If you need to come and bring your spouse, bring your family. If you need to come and stand for somebody, then come and do that too. 
but we are going to pray for this walk. We're going to pray for your stability. We're going to pray for humility on this afternoon. My God. My God. Oh, my God. Hey, friend. Good to see you, friend. Good to see you. Good to see you. We just going to pray. I'm going to give y'all a moment to come. Right, just a couple steps over. We're going to make sure everybody stays safe. Um, thank you, family. Hey, family. Good to see you. I'm so glad y'all here. And so we're going to pray. Anybody else? This is a time to come into a place of humility. God, I'm not going to come in here and try to be bold and arrogant because I need you and I need prayer. And even if that is you that have joined us on the video broadcast, be bold enough. You stand up in your living room or get to your room where you can have a moment with God or bow your face. Bow your face. God, I need you. God, I'm grateful. And so we're going to pray. Some of you keep showing up. But you know that walking sideways. Young adults, I pray. I see you. 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 I pray that your walk, that you is a perfected walk, that you're coming into a place of a of a perfected walk. Terry, Zaria, Sakori, Kiera, I pray, Renan, Bishop, I pray that you are coming into a place of a perfected walk. Just keep on walking with him. You don't have to be perfect. Just keep walking with him. I see you, Imani. I see you. I see you, Mikhail. I see you. I see you, family. I see you. And so we're going to pray for this walk. We're going to pray for consistency. We're going to pray that you're all the more aware. Because the truth is, you've been trying to do it by yourself. And you can't do it. Uh, Amber, will you come? And uh, you and Keith pray with this family. This is our brother and our sister over here. Welcome home. Welcome home. And pray for them. Amen. Amen. Oh, Jesus. Those of you know who need a change in the way you walk. What God wants me to pray for is those of you who have to change the way you walk. Yeah. Yeah. Imani, if you know change, uh, Tremaine Hawkins. Uh, if you know it, if not, you guys can stay there. Some of you understand you need to change the way you walk. Yeah. You have been walking wobbly. You've been tripping too much. And some of you, it's not emotional tripping. It's tripping over the same sin over and over yeah. again. You walk for a while and you trip over the same sin over and over again. Or oh, that wobbly walk, you don't have a good standing in Jesus. And you need to change. You got that breathy walk. You need to change. Everything wears you out. 
I want to pray for those who need a change in the way you walk. Come on. Come on to the altar. You know you need to change the way you walk. Your walk has not been steady with God. You need a change in the way you walk. You need to come. If you're listening in live stream, change is coming right now. God has sent this message because he's ready to make a change in the way you walk. If you need a change in your walk, your walk is your lifestyle. Your walk is your lifestyle. Your walk is your lifestyle. If you need a lifestyle change, God is bringing about a lifestyle change in the name of Jesus. Transformation is something God has to do. Transformation is something God will do in you. And you may be saved and still need God to change some stuff. You're saved, but you need a change in your emotion. You need a change in your behavior. You need a change in your habits. You need a change in your mindset. Mental health is a change that is available. It is available. You need a change in that, uh, uh, in that anxiety. You need a change in depression. You may be in denial today, and you don't have to come up here for God to walk through the house right now and you need a change in the way you deal with your life, with your money. You need a change in the way you deal with your children. You need a change in the way that you deal with your spouse. I need a change. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Change me, God. Change me. Change my world. I need you to change my touch. Spirit of the Lord change. is here. Right now, send a change, God. Send a transformation. Change. Jesus, change me, God. Go into that change. living room.
changes your life. Your walk is just another word for your life. Meeting Jesus changes your life. Walk with God. Walk with your father. Walk with your friend. If you need a change, you need to connect with a place that can facilitate the change sometimes you need to be in a place that facilitates the change sometimes outpatient is good you just go get your shot or you just go get your medicine or you just get your adjustment with your chiropractor and just get your teeth pulled or something and, and, and you're good until the next time you need something but sometimes you need inpatient. Sometimes you need what we call residential treatment. And that's what the church is. You need to be connected to a body of believers that will facilitate your change. You can't do this on your own. So many people they seem like they don't need a pastor anymore. You found out that you weren't going to hell if you didn't come to church on Sunday in this pandemic. And some of you don't believe that you need to be in the house of God anymore. That you don't need a pastor, that you don't need a church family, that you can just read the Bible and do this on your own, but you are mistaken. You need a church family. You need to be connected. It's the Bible that said that God gave you pastors. It's the Bible that said, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. So whether you do it on Zoom, whether you do it by coming into the house, you need a church family. You need a pastor. You need people that are looking out for you to really change your life. You need inpatient. You need residential. You need to be connected. And so if you're not connected, if you're in here and you're not connected, if you raise your hands, I will send someone from our connections team to get you to a, a, one of our community groups, get you connected as a member of our church. You don't have to come up here. If you need to reconnect, just raise your hand and I will send someone to you and say, I, I, I know that some change, the changes that I need is going to take more than me showing up and getting a message here and there. I need to be connected. If that's you today, just raise your hand again. You don't have to come here. If that's you, amen. If you would send somebody to Chris and his family and let's get them reconnected. 
And if you're there on live stream, go to newantioch-eliante.org. newantioch-eliante.org. Go to the connect button and get connected. If you can't do that because you're on your device right now, just put it uh, in the comments. Comment right now and say, I need to be connected. I want to change in my life. I've got to have God to change my walk. Because the only thing about walking like that, unstable, wobbly, with cramps, tripping, is you're going to eventually hurt yourself. And there's a fall that you don't get up from. There's a fall that you don't get up from. Father, in the name of Jesus, somebody that is listening right now is headed for a fall they won't be able to get up from. So God, I'm asking you right now to cancel that assignment of the enemy. Keep them on their feet by your mercy. Mercy. God have mercy. Keep them on their feet till we can get to them. Keep them on their feet till you send the right person. God, we're asking you for mercy. We come against their arrogance that they think they can handle this on their own. And we ask you for your mercy. That they don't continue to walk that way. But they walk your way. In Jesus' name, amen. That was for somebody. Somebody is heading for a fall. They're not going to be able to get up from. You have to change the way you walk. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for being with us today. All of our visitors that are in the room. Those of you that are, that are uh, frequent flyers and those of you that come in every now and then. We are just glad that you're in the room today. And so this is our prayer week. The first Tuesday. Amen. We're the House of Antioch presents Prayer Week for March. Join us for three nights of prayer. We also will be streaming live on Facebook, so tune into our Facebook pages. Starting Tuesday, March the 2nd at Aliante Campus, 6 p.m. to 7.15. Also, Wednesday night at Central Campus, 6 p.m. to 7.15. And then the final night will be Thursday night, 6 p.m. to 7.15 as we walk with the prayer giants. The House of Antioch. Prayer week. The first Tuesday, amen, we're excited. The first Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of the month we spend in fasting and prayer. We'll be doing the Daniel's fast all three days, days which just means for for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, all day and night. You're eating fruits, vegetables, whole grains. Fruits, vegetables, and whole grains. And just limit yourself to that as you spend that extra time in the face of God, walking with God. So it is prayer week. Tuesday night we will be here at this church, at this campus, our Aliante campus. 
uh, and uh, we're walking with the giants of prayer. So there'll be a pastor and a minister in training each week that's going to illuminate one of the giants of prayer that's in the Bible and what we can learn from those giants. So I'm on this week. I will be here Tuesday night talking about my giant of prayer and the Minister in training uh, that's going to be with me is my husband. So uh, Minister Terry will be here. Will be Wednesday night. Wednesday night will be at our central campus, uh, 610 Bell Rose. But we will be live uh, on the New Antioch pages. And uh, so uh, Aliante, all the pages. Central page, the main page. On the main page, just look for New Antioch Christian Fellowship, and then our main page. Uh, we will be live from 6 to 7.15. 6 to 7.15. It'll be prayer, word, prayer. Prayer, word, prayer, and worship uh, in there. Then Thursday night will also be at our central campus, and it will be worship and word. Uh, our, our worshiper will be uh, Tasha McCall, and we'll have, we'll have worship and prayer on Thursday night. Be in our prayer week with us. You need to change. You need this change. You've got to change the way you walk. And you guys, excellent today. Uh, thank you, Naida Shanae. That was excellent um, uh, demonstration. You should, you got it, you got it, you got it. If, if, you, if you can see it, you got it. Uh, and the word was excellent for us today. So prayer week this week, 6 to 7, 15, fasting the Daniel fast. Tuesday night here, Wednesday and Thursday at our central campus. You can come in live. We can take, uh, both campuses can take uh, more than 50 people and uh, keep you socially distanced. So if you want to come to prayer in person, you are welcome to do that. But we will be on Facebook Live. Amen. We want to celebrate our co-pastor uh, who preached to you today and her, what was it, sweet baby. Uh, they will uh, celebrate their 20th wedding anniversary at the end of this week. So holla at them. I believe it's uh, March 5th. Uh, March 5th. Just holla at them. Give them some love. Give them a prayer. Amen. Uh, so congratulations, congratulations. I always tell Pastor Sharonda, even though they were not in church at the time, she, so God just fixed it where she married the perfect man for her right now. And we appreciate um, David and all he does here. And then don't forget the rally. Don't forget the rally. We'll take your giving any day you want to give it. We do need, if I can get 20 people who will do that 2021, we'll be in good shape. But we've got other things that we're doing. We are building a church on Sunrise Mountain. We own land on Sunrise Mountain. We bought it 10 years ago. And then we bought a building also 10 years ago. And now we just got to put the building, the prefab building on the land and so we are everything that you give goes toward God is placing us in another community it will be New Antioch Christian Fellowship number three uh, at Sunrise Mountain but we also want to get through this year this rally helps us get through the summer but it's also we are we have to raise the money uh, to be able to build this campus we're going to look for financing uh, we are looking for financing but even then you got to have a down payment 
And so everything that you're giving is going towards that. We are working in the community. It's for our uh, our ACS counts community centers. We have a counseling center. We have achievement centers. We have uh, we we feed. We we sow into the community. We are expanding our services. We have our distance learning camp for those uh, who are in distance learning and not doing well. Our kids are going back to school, but they're not going back every day. And so there are things that we do in the community. We are building. Uh, 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 we're building up the community. We enhance the community and so these are the things that we'll be using the money towards and so we're looking for you to give I got another confirmation this week where somebody told me that it's in the house Rev BJ we've been we've been told that over and over again we're looking every place to how we're going to get this vision done and the board keeps coming back to us it's in the house and so believe in the vision that God has for this church. Everything we're doing, he wants us to do it on these three parts of town. He's giving us a portion of Las Vegas to minister to. And your giving helps us do that. And so our rally goal, we have 23 people that have uh, at least said they were going to give on one of those levels. Um, and these are the numbers. All you have is a number, but I see 710, 1121, and 22 have made 100% of what they vowed to give. So we're getting there. Number one is at 72%. They're almost there. And so as you give, we're going to continue. I want to see that number at least say 25 or 30. Can we get seven more people to just call Pastor Saranda and say, I will give at whatever level. They told you the levels earlier at the 200, the 500, the 1,000, or the 2021 level. It doesn't matter what you can give uh, as much as your willingness to give. And our goal just for the house is 35,000. However, our goal uh, for the year, I, I need God. I'll tell you what I need. Tell God I need $200,000 for our our campus and that's just the down payment yeah. but we are believing God he is he is able so finally brethren farewell be perfect be of good comfort be of one mind live in peace and the God of love and peace will be with you greet one another with a holy wave waving at all of you all the saints here salute all the saints that are listening to us in live stream and may the grace of God May the grace, I'm saying, uh, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Now I miss you all so much in this uh, waving at you at this pulpit, just not working for me right now. So I'm going to meet you at the door. I'll keep my social distance, but I need to wave at you. So I need everyone, please, to stay seated. Uh, when you come to church, please remember you need to be two chairs away uh, from somebody, anybody that is not in your household uh, and to keep your mask on the entire time. And uh, again, we haven't had no we haven't had any breakouts from the church. And if we continue to be careful, we can do that. If you want to give, I'm sorry, if you want to give, you can give on your way out. Uh, if you haven't given electronically, if you can give on your way out or uh, if you want an offering envelope, if you raise your hand, they will bring you an offering envelope and you can give on your way out. But we do prefer that you give electronically um, 
at, at uh, newantioch-aliante.org. Uh, and so our safety team or our sanctuary attendants are going to dismiss you. Please let our seniors uh, go first. Um, and you all just wait for me to get to the door. God bless you. God bless you. Please come back and see us. We'll see you at prayer week. central campus at newantioch.org that's n-e-w-a-n-t-i-o-c-h dot org or for our Aliante campus you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org that's n-e-w-a-n-t-i-o-c-h dash a-l-i-a-n-t-e if you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry you can do so by texting newantioch to 77977 for Aliante Campus or for Central Campus at New Antioch Central at 77977.